Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Student of the Gun University, a place for education and enlightenment. We help you gain a new perspective and understanding of firearms training. Your teacher today will be Professor Paul Markle, a veteran small arms and tactics instructor with 30 years of knowledge and experience. Grab your number two pencil, turn to page one, and let the learning begin. All right, thank you for being out there. Welcome to yet another episode of the Student of the Gun University podcast. A single topic, short form, easy to digest. At least I hope it's going to be easy for you guys to digest it. I'm going to throw it out there and you can see if you digest it. All right. So here's what we're talking about today. You saw the title, Marksmanship is Always Important, or the Importance of Marksmanship. You wouldn't think that I would have to say this. You wouldn't think that in this modern age, in the 21st century, that someone like me would have to come to a microphone and say, you know what? Marksmanship skills are important. Yeah. And I wouldn't have thought that, except uh, until recently, I, I heard somebody, well, recently someone said to me that their firearms instructor said when it comes to combat shooting or fighting with a handgun or whatever, that uh, that you want to hit them all over like a boxer. And don't worry so much about, you know, shooting, quote, accurately, and I thought, oh, my head hurts. Because years and years ago, I had someone tell me that. And someone like, oh, well, I mean, you know, he looked at my target and saw all of the rounds in the center of the target in a nice tight group. And he's like, well, that's, that's all good and everything, but that's not, that's not for combat. I'm like, really? No, I, in combat, you want to spread them out. You want to spread your rounds out like a shotgun. Oh, yeah, and so 15-some years ago when I heard that, it was the stupidest thing that I heard at that point in time. And then when someone recently said, yeah, my instructor said, you need to spread your hits out like a boxer, hit them all over the place. And then that became the stupidest thing that I've heard recently. And I thought to myself, well, I know that that's stupid, and I know that that's ridiculous advice that's actually c student advice you know who says stuff like that who says oh yeah for for combat for combat effectiveness you want to spread the rounds out you know spread them all around you know who says that people who are mediocre shooters people who have a uh, well who look at a an m9 or uh their department issued gun they're like oh well well this department issued gun is a piece of crap but if i had my gun uh, I'd, I'd be smoking this course. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. So I had to think. I, was, I pondered. I was like, well, what do I know historically that will help me support my position? Because there, there are people out there pretending to be firearms instructors telling students, don't, don't worry about shooting accurately because that's, that's not combat shooting. Okay. Well, there's a one super prime example of spreading rounds out. And it wasn't because they did it on purpose. It was just happenstance because the situation was hyper-violent and they were just putting rounds wherever they could get them. And that was the FBI Miami shootout with the two bank robbers, Platt and Maddox. By the time the uh, the shootout was over, Maddox had been shot, had he had six projectiles 
in him. He had six holes in him uh, in various places, six or seven. And uh, Platt had like 12 or 13 gunshot wounds. And both of them had wounds spread out. They were spread out. They were in their hands, arms, legs, chests, feet, faces. Platt, Michael Platt, had rounds. He had impacts all over his body. And yet, despite that, despite the, the uh, yeah, spread the rounds out because that's combat shooting, Michael Platt was able to murder two and critically wound three FBI agents after being shot. Not before being shot, after being shot. Yeah. You see, it wasn't until Ed Morales uh, reached down, grabbed his huevos grande, and marched right up to those two bank robbers, unholstered his service revolver, and emptied it into their faces that they stopped. Ladies and gentlemen, when people say, ridiculous crap like oh well you, you know that that super tight groups are nice but for combat marksmanship you only want to spread it out what they're talking about shooting cardboard cardboard or paper paper and cardboard don't move around they don't move all right uh and the idea that the the criminal villain the monster that is trying to kill you or kill someone else, and you're trying to stop them with your handgun, which is a relatively weak tool, that you can just spread them out. Do you believe that your attacker, and I would say to these these nimrods, these imbeciles that say things like that, do you really believe that uh, the felonious attacker is going to stand still like a cardboard target? and let me spread the rounds out like a shotgun or get multiple hits in different places like a boxer. Ladies and gentlemen, the your this is what's going to happen in the real world, and this is what does happen in the real world. The person who's trying to kill you is not going to stand still. They're going to be moving. And if they weren't moving when you pulled your gun out, the millisecond that your gun goes bang they're going to start moving. Unless your first round severs their spinal cord, they're going to move, and they're going to keep moving. Your uh, task, your duty, what you need to do is you need to be able to get onto the trigger of your gun. You need to be able to find the front sight of your gun or the red dot or whatever, and you need to be able to hold that thing still and put rounds right up in the boiler room, right up in the, the thoracic triangle if you want that person to stop trying to kill you or stop trying to kill someone else. That's reality. And the only way you can... Shot placement always counts. You know, people who say, ah, shot placement, you know, it's combat effective anywhere. If you hit them, if you, if you hit the bad guy with a bullet anywhere in their body... That will that will will deviate make them deviate their from their plan, really? Because Platinmatix didn't deviate from their plan, and they were struck all over their bodies with rounds. The two dudes in uh, North Hollywood were struck all over their bodies with rounds, and they kept on going and they kept on shooting. 
for a, a crazy long amount of time. No, shot placement always, you know, you know who doesn't, you, you, we make fun of them and we call them fuds and stuff, but you know who doesn't uh, think that marksmanship is wrong or doesn't uh, question shot placement? Hunters. Hunters all know that shot placement is critical, particularly hunters that, that hunt dangerous game or really super hardcore tough game like wild hogs. Wild hogs are tough game. And if you just shoot a wild hog somewhere on its body, it's not going to go down. It'll squeal, it'll jump, it'll run around. It might run towards you and rip your legs apart with its tusks. But if you just put rounds somewhere on the hog's body, it's not going to stop. Shot placement is critical. That's why marksmanship skills are critical. We don't say it's good enough. When it comes to training, when it comes to training with a handgun, a defensive tool you're going to use to save your own life or the life of someone else, we don't practice until we can hit the center of the target, till we hit the X, the bullseye, the preferred zone. We don't practice until we can do that. No, we train and then we practice until it is nearly impossible for us to miss. There's a big difference between training until you can hit the target and training until that is just about impossible, until you can't miss, until your body is so in tuned, your muscles, your nerves, your brain, everything is so in tune that it's almost impossible for you to miss, that the likelihood of you missing is infinitesimal. So ladies and gentlemen, my words of encouragement for you today is A, don't listen to C students that tell you, uh, well, you know, you spread the rounds. The rounds are all spread out, but that's that's good. That's because, you know, that's combat shooting. That's bull crap. That's been tried in the real world, and it doesn't work. So stop listening to those C students and get your butt back to the range and get your skill level up to the point where not you can't just hit the target, but it's impossible for you to miss it. All right. That is it for me today. Thank you very much for being here. I truly appreciate it. And uh, thanks for supporting the show and sharing it and letting everybody know. Until we're together again, remember, you're a beginner once, a student for life. Thanks for joining us today. We are big fans of the value for value model. Please go to SOTGU.com to contribute the amount that best fits the value that you got out of this lesson. It could be $5 or $5 million. By contributing, you will help the show grow and assist in the education of your peers. And remember, you are a beginner once, a student for life.